I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Hold on, that's just another man in my bathroom. Uh -oh. I don't know how he got in here, but I'm gonna ask him to politely leave. And if he doesn't have, if he doesn't, then I'll have to just break his arm. Na 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 na. Hello. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, welcome. To wait, episode... wait. Well, yeah, go on. You're gonna break someone's arm. Well, no, it's I was. It's the Michael Jackson song, "Man in the Mirror," but it's not Michael Jackson looking back at himself. There's another, just another man in his in his in his thing in his. Yeah, in his yeah, I know, I know all that. But you claiming you're going to break someone's arm? I will break someone's arm, me. Can't break day. wind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode sixty-five of the Stu and Al Pod with him, Stu and me, Al. Oh, oh one day I've done it right. I've done it again. Oh, the two Ronnies. Stu, if you were in uh, your we're, back... We're a long way off the two Ronnies, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be further away. Stu, if yeah. you were in your bathroom and there was a man in the bathroom, what would you do? Probably shake his hand. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Introduce myself, see if he wants to game of Cluedo. Yeah. Stu, it's episode 65. <laughs> Will you still need me? Will you still need me? Well, I wonder if we do that for 64. We did. It was the ending song, and you was said it? it at some point, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've had a drink. I was watching... Five or 65, Al, from... I'm blue, dabba dee, yabba Still trying to tell you, I've had a drink. Yes, mate, you've already said. I was watching a Newcastle... I know that was before we started recording. I've had a drink. With... <laughs> I was watching the Newcastle match. I've had two big beers, and Ooh. now I'm on the rum. And it's... You know. Oh, it's Billy Big Bollocks now. Look, oh, it's old big Billy beers. Big Bollocks down the old bag of nails. Hey, that's no one's ever done Billy Big Bollocks down the bag of nails, have they? Not yet. We'll One go table. next time we're in London. We'll go. London. Uh, <laughs> Got a table for four, Bev. Two for us and two for our big bollocks. Stu, when this episode comes out, it will be my Your birthday, birthday, April seventh. Yeah. So happy birthday! Yes, I realised that the other day because it's uh, two days before Easter that this is aired. Yeah, and so I've done everything Easter related this week. Mine's more important. Um, so is ours. Ads. Stu, do you want to sing "Happy Birthday" to me now? No. All right. Good because we don't have the rights to it. Apparently, I don't know. We haven't got the rights to anything on this show. We still do it. Watches, watches wreck the rights. Watches wreck the rights. Watches wreck the rights. Sight. Mike. Ah. Gonna do it. Do you think the Happy British... birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Let me finish. I'll go on. Happy birthday, Alexander Bleep Bleep. Happy birthday to you. And many more. And Stu just two more. <laughs> Probably. I, I was, <laughs> was going to die um, before I was 40, but... Uh, but there's still time. I'm aiming for, I'm aiming for 65 myself. Well, you still need me. <laughs> well, you still need Oh, I'll aim for 64, actually. Yeah, let's both go at 64. Just to go, when they say no, that, will you still need me? Will you still need me? Will you still need me? Stu, this is going back a little bit, but I was just singing, I was singing Watchers Wreck the Mic. Do you think Winston Churchill sang Watchers Wreck the Reich, as in the Third Reich during that, uh, Nazi Germany? I hope so. It would have got a lot of people's hopes up, wouldn't it? Morale yeah. would have been at an all-time high. That would have been better than the we'll we'll 
punch them on the beaches speech, wouldn't it, really? I mean... Or if we went, um, Alfred Hitchcock here, and I'm also feeling better. Adolf Hitler, <laughs> he's a bit of a tetter. Do you know Alfred Hitchcock? Do you know, have you noticed the word cock is in his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think he knows. Did I say Alfred Hitchcock here? I meant to say Winston Churchill here. Uh, Alfred Hitchpenis. Which, which, which leads me on, Stu. Do you know the shop Peacocks? Yeah. It's recently started going to an administration, which I'm really good at, because you know what I call it? Carrot knobs. Which is good, isn't it? Call it what? Carrot knobs. Because pea is a vegetable, like carrot. Cox. Uh. Knobs. Carrot knobs. You go down carrot knobs. It will catch on. Yeah. That t-shirt from carrot knobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Stu, if Peacocks does go into administration, how about me and you um, start a crowdfunder through this podcast uh, to open up a Carrot Knobs? We'll just buy their, all their old stock. Yeah, got him. Yeah. Oh, Al. Yes. Well, we let's just finally had... get into what we've written down for the for the episode now and just start stop. Uh, this is this, this is going to be one of the longest down, episodes, Stu. Yeah. We've just got a breaking news story. A breaking story in from uh, WWJD News. Oh yeah. What They're good then. Uh, I think we actually can cross live now to their uh, new reporter. Hang on. Yep, we're going across now. Good. Well, sir, it's Denson Ketchupstein here reporting live. 150 years old. That don't make no shit. He's been down the bag of nails. Has he? he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he was down the bag of nails at one point. Well, a couple of times. Yeah, that's right. I'm... Yeah, well, he's, uh, he's I'm a reporter now, so... I'm reporting for you. I work for you. I work for you, you hear? Yeah. Anyway, I'm here in Bethlehem for the second coming. Yep. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about what or who it could be, but we'll be sure to bring you the the clearest picture of it here in ADHD. Uh, That's uh, good. I like that. Lionel. (laughs) Lionel. Now, <laughs> now, I've been going through a lot of articles and myths about Jesus' death. Remember to tell you, there was a lot of cross-referencing there. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a bit of a scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's... Oh, you look at that. Look who it is, everyone. Oh, no. We're going across to... Another... Oh, everyone, it's Tomcat! Oh, God. I'm the second coming! Yep. Sorry it took so long. I've been sat by the fire in that cave. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wanted to be a warm again Christian. <laughs> very good. Very clever. But <laughs> oh, God. he's such a gun. He's a clown. Well, well, I'll tell you what. This has been my third reincarnation now. This reincarnation apparently is making a comeback. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Didn't you? Took yeah. you a while there. I've had a drink. <laughs> it's Sunday. It's going to be a shit show, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's the first time. Um, first I was a... Hold on a second. We've Who's not... Stu? I'm Tom Cat. No, all right. Well, no, no, let me just speak to Stu quickly. Stu, uh, we... Wants he wants you. Yeah. Stu, we've not done an episode where we've both had a drink on Zoom for absolute... I reckon it's been about a year. We used to always drink on this podcast to start with. And then Chris... I'm drinking now. Then Chris Conrath once said it'd be good if you did a sober episode. So all of our episodes have been sober, apart from when we've been out. Well, it's because we got told off by Conrath. 
Yeah, but now let's bring it back. I think it's better. It's it's it's. I like it. I like it. Well, I was I was gonna say are we we're going we're getting together, aren't we, on the fifteenth? Yeah, with Chris. So is yeah. that going to be a recording around Leicester? Is it with special guest Chris from VAR at the bar? I suppose we could. I'll bring the mic. I'll bring the mic. Bring your notes. I'll bring the mic. We'll, we'll see how we get on. Sorry, Tom Cat. Um, take it away again. No, don't mind me, lads. Just plan your next episode and all that. Fucking hell. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've been reincarnated three times. First time I was a flyer. Let me tell you, it really is that difficult to fly out of a bedroom window. <laughs> nope. Anyway, a newspaper finished me off there, so that was me dead there. Oh. Uh, now, I have to say, I don't believe in reincarnation, and I didn't believe it the last time either. <laughs> I am the resurrection. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Uh, next time I was a shoe. Now, if you're a human, you go through reincarnation. But if you're a shoe, they just call it a reboot. <laughs> oh, hey, and all shoes have got a soul, Stu. <laughs> ah. Double joke. <laughs> have your drinks been laced with something today? I think they probably have. That's also a shoe pun. Uh, after that, it's me here it, now. The, the second cut, yep. The second cut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll probably go to uh, China after this, though. You know, I, want to, I fancy going somewhere Easter to where I am now. Oh, very good. Uh, very bye. See ya. Well, sir, that was really something. Tom Cat is the second coming. It's me, Stenson Ketridge, team reporting live from Bethlehem. Stu and Al, back to you. Thank you. Oh, lovely. Lovely to hear from uh, Stenson again. Stu, before we go to top three, I've got a brand new feature for you. Uh, here we go. It's called Uncle Dorogay's One Question. It's Uncle Dorogay's only question. One question from me. Hello, Stu. Uncle Dorogay here again, of course. Been a while since I've been on the old podcast. Uh, how are you doing? That's not the question, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all right. Hey, Dorogay, let me tell you something, man. Of all yeah. that, I've got like what, five uncles. Yeah. Five real life uncles, and um, I guess you're like the honorary uncle for everyone. Of course. And let me tell you, all the uncles I have, mm. I like you the least. Oh, I thought so. Uh, well, Stu, as long as you're still going to come round in the uh, in the week, so we can try out that new blow up doll I've got. Uh, no, 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 no. Still got one question for you. Um, I love clouds. Clouds are lovely in the sky. Now, when I was a young man, I was told that clouds were sheep whose legs and heads have fallen off and they float into the sky. That's what I was told, Stu. But I'm now at my age, I'm not sure that's true. Stu, my question for you are, what are clouds? What are clouds? Yeah. Uh, they are sheep that have had their legs and heads chopped off and have ended up floating into the sky. Oh, so my grandfather was right. Excellent. Thank you very much, Stu. I'll see you again another time if this feature comes back. Goodbye. <laughs> I highly doubt it will, but good luck. <laughs> now it's time for top three. <laughs> Just like clouds, Al, that thing's got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> top three. Each episode, me and Alice set a subject and we tell you our top three things about it. And then we get you know, Joe Public, and 
the rest of his congregation to tell us their three things that they like about it as well. So, yeah, Al, if I was to tell, ask you what your top three cases were, in case anyone didn't realise what's going on here, what oh. would be your top three cases? Oh, well, let's go for the Case restaurant that used to be in Leicester. I don't know if it's there anymore, but I remember oh, what's yeah, going there. Remember the Case restaurant? Yeah. Uh, the Case restaurant, uh, just in case, um, the saying, I like that, Stu. Oh, I thought uh, you meant the person. No, and briefcases, which you don't really see much of anymore these days. Bring them back, I say, <laughs> even though I wouldn't have one. How about you? Uh, suitcase, glasses case, and case 247B, Uncle Dorigay versus everyone. That's <laughs> a, a good case, too. So on this episode, it was my choice for top three, and I asked for your top three takeaway slash fast food restaurant. Stu, how did you find it? Tasty. Oh, I was going to say delicious, but well done. So why don't you start us off by telling us your number three or numerous? Right, these are all obscure, more or less, to be honest. Yes, so are mine. <laughs> so for number three, I've got the SFC chicken shop in Norwich. SFC, Southern Fried Chicken. It could have been that, yeah. Yeah. I only ever meant when they're after boozing, but they're really? the chicken, mate. The chicken was like, oh. How about this one? was good. I don't think it was a drunk thing. It was very, very nice because I had some leftovers in the morning once and it was still good. Would you say it was clucking good? Clucking was, mate. <laughs> oh, that tasty clucker. <laughs> and fun. this place had a fruit machine in and a Sega Rally uh, arcade game in there as well while you're waiting for your chicken to get done. No way. Mm. Gnarly. Best one to have was the three-piece meal with a side of wings for the way home. In it, in it, in it always. Eating wings on the way home, and then you got the three piece meal when you get in. Yeah, boy. Yeah, really. Well, Stu, two of mine out of my top three, uh, I don't know the names of um, because I just don't know what the names are. But you will know one of them, which is my number three, Stu. It is the Chippy and Lester that does roast potatoes. Oh, Grand Kebab. Is that what it's called? Near yeah, uh, on Granby Street. Yes, Stu. Yeah, roast yeah. potatoes covered in salt and vinegar are better than chips. That they they really he are. He gives special. you them spuds for free and all. When you yeah. order like chicken chips, he chucks the spuds in for no. Oh, no. I, I remember just going in and ordering roast potatoes. It's absolutely amazing. I don't know if they still do them because the last time we went there, still, I don't know if you remember, it's cash only, wasn't it? It was cash only. That's why we couldn't go in. It was me, you, and Brendan. And we went there. Yeah. It was it was cash only, so we couldn't go in because we didn't have cash. Because we're living in a cashless society these days. Yeah. Yeah, but roast potatoes. Oh my god! So we'll go there on the fifteenth. Yeah. I'll, I'll take. I'll put a ten in my wallet, and we'll go and get roast potatoes yes, at the end of the night. I have got a bit of cash in my wallet, so I'll save that for that day. But absolutely fantastic! Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Oh, it bloody was. Don't give us your number two, please. Thank you, Bab. I forgot about that. That'll probably be my honourable mention, though. Uh, good, good. Uh, number two, I got the Royal Mile Tavern in Edinburgh. Uh, we went there for four days last summer for Dex's wedding. Yeah. I went to that place twice in those four days. <laughs> Mate, the chips there are literally the best chips. You ask uh, Hitesh, I told him about it and all. That's why yeah. I said we have to go back. Them chips are the best chips in the world. Bar none. Bar none. none. The burger was perfect. Do yeah. cracking pint of Guinness there as well. And it's like a sister chain of 
um, the halfway house on the steps leading up to the Royal Mile. That's like the smallest pub in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. But those chips, mate, honestly, I still think about them now. Mamma mia. Bellissimo. <laughs> or whatever the Scottish version of that is. Wow, fucking great, la. Yeah, yeah. chaps. Get down, you lad. My number two, Stu, and I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, is Slow Rise in Lincoln. Okay? Now, Slow Rise was a pizza company. Is that a pizza place, by any chance? It is indeed a pizza place. Someone else, someone else has picked that. I imagine um, Keza G90 has picked it. Yeah. Uh, Slow Rise started in the basically the garden of, uh, of a family. So they used to cook pizzas and send them out on delivery. And I, I remember being told by, I think, I'm sure it was Keza G90 about this place, and ordered a pizza and a tiramisu. And it was that good, Stu. I actually called them back to compliment them on their food. And I have never, ever done that with a with anywhere before. It was that good. I called them up and I said, I just want to say your pizza and tiramisu are the best I've ever had. They're that good. And Slow Rise now has gone from them working in their back garden to now they've got a restaurant in Lincoln. It is so good. And I've actually met the woman, uh, the woman who started it up. I met her um, once um, when we went to we went to their restaurant and I spoke to her. And they are the nicest people as well. I think it was her and her husband that started it up. Absolutely fantastic, Stu. Let's Brilliant. get them on the show. Yeah, get them on, sure. And they're tiramisu, Stu. Mwah! Bellissimo! We should do a show in Lincoln one week. We could do. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lincoln, isn't it? Lincoln, of yeah. course. If you remember the adverts. Right, Stu, give us your number one then, please. Uh, the bag of nails, Al. <laughs> That's not takeaway. The real one. Yeah, but you said takeaways or restaurants and they do food. It was takeaways or fast food. Yeah, it's fast food. It came out there quick. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, go on then. Food so the bag of nails, the, the Philly steak sandwich is what I had when I was there. Okay. I mean the real bag of nails though, not the not the silly one we played with Pratt around at and on the shore. Sure, yeah, fair, fair. Uh yeah, the, the Philly steak sandwich I had there was um that was great. Best one I've had. I've not been to Philadelphia yet, so don't quote me on that. Uh, plus, they had decent booze on the tap as well. So um, yeah. I had to pick it because it's a bag of nails, isn't it? Fair enough. Well, Stu, my number one, I'm also going up to north of the border and going to Edinburgh uh, for another place I can't remember the name of. Um, there's a place in Edinburgh. when I, I spent two years at the Edinburgh Fringe, and the second year, every single night, Stu, you used to go to this takeaway place, and used to have a falafel wrap. Now, falafel wrap doesn't sound that good, I don't think. I don't think it sounds great. But this falafel wrap, Stu, was just insane. It was just amazing. I don't know what they did to it, but the sauces in it, the falafel, the hummus, the salad. Oh, my God, Stu. I would go there every night. It was about a fiver for a massive one. It was a really massive one as well. You used to go there at the end of every night and have a falafel wrap. Um... It was always busy. Enough, Al. After, yeah. after you've done, keep going. After you've done, I'm oh, sorry. It was always busy there. Never remember the name, but I know it was near. If you've ever been to the Edinburgh Fringe, it was near the Gilded Balloon and also the big upside down cow, the Udder Belly. Um, if you ever sort of know <laughs> there, there's, it was too. There's a big upside down blow up cow that people used to perform in called the Udder Belly. Um, and it was just phenomenal. Um, and yeah, brilliant. Perfect. Mwah! I, I would go back there just for that again if I could remember what it was called. 
Well, when we went to Dublin, um, there was a kebab shop near our hostel that we went every night as well. Yeah. And that was pretty banging. No idea what it's called. No idea where the hostel was. Um, but yeah, that was that was very nice. Have you got a, There's a good burrito place there and all in Dublin. Burrito. Uh, so have you got any honorable mentions? I've got one because I don't think that people will choose it. Uh, Slim Chickens. It's just opened in the High Cross area now. That was really good chicken. Yeah. And um, the burrito to do at Tortilla in Leicester as well. The only other one I've got, Stu, is um, it's just it's just it's just gone out of my mind. It's just gone out of my mind, and I can't what? believe I don't believe it. what we were just talking about a minute ago. Uh, um, um, the Edinburgh thing. Yeah, and then what the did falafel. you say? After... Yeah, what did you say after the Edinburgh thing? Uh, I did the oh, kebab no, shop. Sorry, I've remembered. In Edinburgh, there was a twenty-four hour bakery. Oh, right. And it was phenomenal. And it was round the corner from where we were staying. And you could get all the different flavoured bar drinks in it, like the bar lemonade, cherry, cherry. Oh, cherry B-A-R-R. Lemonade. Yeah, uh, B-A-R. Um, but it was it was like a Greg's, but better, but 24 hours. Absolutely phenomenal, Stu. Just, it was ridiculous. So good. But yeah, oh, my... Greg's do my favourite sandwich, don't they, as well? Are they? Hey, they do. Really? Go on then, give oh, me Should we go to the um, socials? Yeah, go on in. I'll right, we'll start off with an odd one. Uh, Ashley Moat wrote in. Oh, yeah. More of a complaint than his top three. He didn't tell us his top three, just his complaint. He said, um, not Mackey's, uh, as he had to wait 20 minutes for a McFlurry, which turned up melted. It was a cream egg flavour as well. Oh, that's disappointing, isn't it? Cause I like a McFlurry and all. Mm. Who don't like a minutes. McFlurry? 20 minutes to put some ice cream in a tub. Yeah. Tell the same Um it's regular Gav. It's regular Gav. He talks a load of old shite. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Anyway, he's got um he's got his old family involved this week. Bloody hell. First of all, he said something about Portsmouth, uh something about a Chinese takeaway where he kept ringing and then yeah. the the delivery bloke said that they were the only customers they had. Brilliant. And there's someone called Ken who does Ken's Kebabs and Speedy Pizza. Yeah. And Ken's Fried Chicken, or KFC as it's also known. Oh, lovely. Send me a picture of this Ken's Fried Chicken. And it's some bloke kicking off in the doorway, getting held back by his missus. Oh, yeah. I've seen that video before. And then when he posted it again, I was like, oh, I've seen that before. And then there's like some bloke just sitting there carrying on eating his dinner. He's like, I don't care. (laughs) Good old Ken. But Gav, he's gone for Dishoom, which is an Indian place. Yep. Itsu and Yo Sushi. Oh, look at me. I'm so cultured. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go for McDonald's. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's Sunday. Oh, good. Uh, Mrs. Gav, she's gone for... I wonder what Mrs. Gav's called. I don't like calling her Mrs. Gav. Uh, Karen. Is it Karen? I don't know. I have no idea. Let us know. Gav, the... tell us what your wife's name is, though. You can actually start naming her. Because um, like, who'd want to be called Mrs. Regular Gav? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. Uh, she's gone for Indian Garden in Littleport. Nando's. Yeah. And this was the first Nando's in Johannesburg. Nando. Because she's the Fifthican, eh? All right, mate. She is like... Fucking bros. <laughs> Regular Gav. Why do you talk film? a lot about Dist- shit? District 9, innit? Fucking bros. Fucking prawn. Don't steal daddy's car. 
<laughs> Stop talking shite, husband. <laughs> Go on, next one. Well, uh, mini um, Oh yeah, uh, Kerif, which is a South African Jamaican food van. Oh, cool. Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gilbert, mini Gav. What's eating Gilbert's grape? Ah. Indian Garden. No, he doesn't. He, he just does. wants McDonald's and that. Well, he's picked McDonald's and Nando's as well, but um, he's got Indian Garden. Maybe he's got a um, cultured palate. Well done. Well done, Gilbert. Has gone with. Yeah, Frank's gone with five guys. Yeah. And then he's picked his um, restaurant as well. <laughs> now he's gone five guys, Panera, and if the circumstances are bad enough, Wendy's. Oh, there's a Wendy's open up in Lincoln, Stu. Huh? No, five, um, five guys is good, though, isn't it? It's just expensive, but it is good. You don't even get the chips with it. No, he ain't going with that. Uh, Keith has gone for the three American options. Wendy's, IHOP, and Denny's. Did you know there's actually one Denny's in, in the UK? Is there? And it's at a retail park in Swansea. Stu, I'd, I'd like to um, I'd like to play out Keith, um, a Scottish man, in a Denny's in America. Should we play that out? I'll I've be never the... been to America, so I don't know what Denny's or any of these places are like. Well, I imagine, I think Denny's, Stu, is kind of like a, a fast food sort of McDonald's-y, Wendy's sort of place. The, so, Stu, the IHOP has do the breakfast stuff, isn't it? That's the International House of Pancakes. Yeah. But hold on. Let's, let's play this out, Stu. I'll be the waitress at Denny's and you be Keith Campbell um, with right. his Scottish accent. Okay. Hey there. Hey, welcome to Dennis. How can I help you? <laughs> you can start by taking that weird smirk off your face, you daft cow. Oh my God. Where's your accent from? Scotland. Scotland. Is that near Scottsdale? I got a girlfriend who's near Scottsdale. It's in the UK. UK. All right, Brad Pitt. <laughs> All right, and, and Keith, <laughs> Keith, is that how it went down? You know, is that? There's no Keith. There's no comments. I hope I got your accent well there as well, Keith. Oh, apologies if I got it wrong. <laughs> Was I close now? You've met him. Yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> uh, speaking of Americans, we now have Alyssa from oh, North Dakota. Not the coder. It just. I don't think they sound like that there. Has she ever worked at a Denny's? No. Oh. No. Oh. North Dakota is near Minnesota, I think. So it's like. Is she a fan of? Uh, is she a fan of the Mighty Ducks? Because they're Minnesota, aren't they? They're Anaheim. Yeah, but wasn't that where the Mighty Ducks? Oh, were? you mean the movie version? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. She she's literally spent all day quacking today. So. Quackers. She's quackers, man. And she's quackers, eh? Uh, but she's gone for Kroll's Diner in Mino, Mi Mino North Dakota. Yeah. And they do the best milkshakes in the world, apparently. Okay. Uh, she's also gone for KFC A&W. That's a KFC with a root beer float. Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, I, was a bit... I got sent a root beer float picture today. and I'll try it. But... Mm, okay. And also Abbey Fish Bar in Bearwood, Birmingham. That's Birmingham, UK. Birmingham, UK, not Birmingham, Massachusetts. Uh, Birmingham's in Alabama. 
Okay, yeah. I don't know. Greenbow, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, man. You drop your book. <laughs> Go on, next one. Peas and carrots. Uh, Laura. She's gone for Wagas, Itsu, and Coco de Mama. Why can't people just pick McDonald's and get on with it? Laura's vegan. They do a vegan burger at McDonald's? Nah. 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 And a mother, Dorney P, Taco Bell, KFC, and just a Chinese takeaway. There you go. There you Keep go. Keep it simple. Anyway, Give me a Chinese takeaway and all. Anyone will do. What's your English options on your, uh, options on your Chinese menu? Uh, steak and kidney pie, please. <laughs> you, you got chips? You got chips? I don't want that, that, that foreign stuff, rice. <laughs> Let's just make this clear. We're not doing impressions of Dorney P here. We're um, this is just Joe Average ordering a Chinese. Yeah, old Joe Average. Mm. Yep. <clears throat> Katie's gone for The Alchemist, Five Guys, and Miller and Carter. Oh, Miller and Carter. Yeah. Claire's gone for Mowgli, Tamatanga, and Bills. Yep. Kimbo has gone for Miller and Carter, Middleton, and Bistro Pierre, or he hall. Brent Ultron has gone for Southwicks and Chinese, KFC, and Hobbs and Sons Chippy. Another one. There we go. All right. KFC, Chinese, and a Chippy. Yeah, everybody in there, mate. G. Church Temple of Fun in Sheffield, Leon Chinese in Lincoln, and Duff Loco or Slow Rise, which are pizza places in Lincoln. Yeah. And that, I think we've got everyone else. That's all I've got to say about Oh, it. sorry. Oh, uh, Before we forget, there's one more person. Sorry for forgetting you. I nearly, I tried to do it, but I don't think I would have minded uh, me doing this. But Wolfie has gone for Mackie Donald's, the Manu hot dog stand, and the Manu burger stand. Lovely Wolfie, well. stop writing in. <laughs> Thanks, Wolfie. Stu, what's your what's the choice for the next episode? What's the next top three? Well, we're going to pass uh, the mic on to a special guest now to announce yeah. next episode's top three. Excellent, can't wait for it. Go for it, Stu. Now I know you're both big fans of mine, but what about everyone else? I want you to tell me your top three films starring me, Arnie. Oh, lovely. Excellent. Good choice. So on the next episode, guys, we would like your top three films starring Arnie. You can get in contact with us, stewandalpod at gmail.com or stewandal at stewandalpod on Instagram and Twitter. And that was top three. And now it's time for no, 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 Naughty Corner. I nearly did it again, didn't you? <laughs> We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the Naughty Corner. Ooh. On each episode, Stu and I are going through the noughties now, thinking about our favourite film and single from those. In the last episode, it was your favourite single from the year 2000. It went up on the poll. Stu, what are the results of last week? We had four choices. So what are they? Just a quick announcement here, Al. Graham Potter has departed the club of Chelsea. He is no longer the manager of Chelsea Football Club. Oh, what a shame. Brendan Rodgers is available now. He got sacked by Leicester and all. I knew it was going to happen this weekend after that Villa loss. Yeah. Uh, so, Al, the results from the poll. 
Yep. We had 66 votes in total. Nice. Um, fourth place was it's going to be me by NSYNC, only 3% of the vote. Oh, Two of those mine. Be my... In third place was Pure Shores, 24%. Oh. Second place, Hey Ya, which wasn't even out in 2000. I got no. 33%. And the winner, 39%, thank God. All the small things by Blink182. Wolfie actually replied to this saying, where's my fucking my new song, mate? Podcast a joke, mate. <laughs> Stu, who was it that put Hey Ya forward? Keith Campbell. Oh, Keith, man. It was 2002, wasn't it, or something in the end, or 2003? 2003, uh, yeah. Thank you for regular Gab for pointing that out. Um, so, Correct. Stu, uh, your favourite film from 2001, please? Training Day, Denzel's Finest Hour. Oh, yeah, honourable mention. It was in my top. My, I had a list of about six, and it was only yesterday that I decided which one I was going to pick. Great film. I was, I was going through them, I saw that, and that was it. I've got an honourable mention, but Training Day, just an incredible film. Well, you got any facts about it? It's dead good. Uh, oh. Denzel won the Oscar, and Macy Gray's in it. She is, isn't she? Well, Stu, I've You gone... ain't no polies, bitch ears, punk ears, crooked ears, cap. Stu, I've gone with Blow, starring Johnny Depp and Penelope oh. Cruz. Never seen it. Um, so it's based on a true story. Have you not seen it? It's brilliant. It's based on a true story. It's about a guy called George Jung, um, who worked with Pablo Escobar in the 1970s to bring co- to build a cocaine... Oh, Escobar. Uh, ...in America. No way. Uh, I've got a few facts about it as well, Stu. Um, the real George, uh, real George Jung, was released um, from prison in June 2014. Johnny Depp in, um, interviewed the real George in prison, and also apparently Johnny Depp improvised a lot of his lines... Um, including one that he says, we're going to need a bigger boat, which is obviously a line from Jaws. So I'm going with the film uh, Blow Stew. But I've also got some honorable mentions, but let's go with the uh, listeners first. Go for it, Stu. Wolfie, Man United season review, mate. Yeah. The listeners picked Atlantis and a Knight's Tale. Was that honorable mention? Mrs. Gav, Royal Tenenbaums. Gav, Amelie. Chris Conrath, 2001 Space Odyssey. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, Bren, Donnie Darko, Dale, Mulholland Drive, and Donnie Darko couldn't decide. Fair enough. Keith Hannibal, Keza G, Mummy Returns, your sister Vicky, Legally Blonde. In the bedroom. Never heard of it. I he's telling me about it this week. Sounds really good, actually. Okay. Uh, Katie Shadow Howe, Claire 61 Star, which is a baseball film about Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. And Kimbo has gone with Along Came a Spider with Morgan Freeman. Oh, God. I'm well, Don- Morgan Freeman. Donnie Darko had two votes, so we've got to put yep. that in. And then, Stu, what's the most popular film after that? Like, the, everyone else got one vote. What's the biggest film? What was your film? Blow. Blow, yeah. So, Blow, Donnie Darko, um, Training Day, and... Should we go? What, what's the other one? Legally Blonde? Crap, isn't it? No, it's a great film. Royal Tenenbaums is good. No. Too abstract. Let's go with Legally Blonde. Put Legally Blonde through, Stu. Not the Man New Season Review? No, not the Man New Season Review. Got, all right, Stu. So what's your um, what's your honourable mentions? Mike Bassett, England manager. Was that 2001? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, lovely. Mine to do are Sexy Beast, was that 2001? Uh, Serendipity, Legally Blonde, Zoolander, and uh, Training Day. The, my honourable mentions. So a poll will go up on Twitter uh, within the next week, and you will get to vote out of those four for your favourite film from the year 2001. In the next episode, we would like your favourite single from the year 2001. Again, you can get in contact with us, stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. Yeah, so that next week's one, Alyssa, Hayley and Laura, your ones that you wrote in for last episode, yeah, which I got come. mixed up, they'll be included. Yeah. Still to come, I nip down to London. London? To go to my favourite pub, the Bag of Nails, where I meet a priest this week. Oh, lovely. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, it's Speed versus Stand By Me and Tits Up. Bloody hell, Speed's a good film, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Pop quiz, that chat. Mike Reed is on hand with two special uh, themed top tips. They're not themed at all. They're just normal top tips. Yeah. I forgot I put that. <laughs> uh, but for now, here's Alvin Ad. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Alvin with Easter approaching and a huge amount of chocolate available, people have started to worry about the extra pounds they'll be putting on. The more health conscious may consider an alternative. Here at Barry's, we've got the alternative. We'll make you a custom Easter egg out of your own shit. Just send us a log and we'll do the rest. Don't take my word for it. He's a very happy customer. My wife is lactose intolerant, so I shat in a sandwich bag and sent it to Barry. My wife vomited and took the kids to her sister's again. I ate all my kids' Easter eggs. Thanks, Barry. Send us your tods now. Ha, ha, ha. And now it's time for In The News. Disgusting. In each episode, Stu tells us a load of news stories, some weather, some sports, some Dr. Doris, maybe a bit of Arnie. So, Stu, let's get on with it. Here are your headlines. Uh, Happy Easter, everyone. Shout out to Judas for the long weekend. Uh, and now here are your headlines. Easter Bunny joins Olympics after after finding out first place gets 24 carrots. Oh, yeah. Batman leaves church early on Easter. This is the first time I've seen a Christian bail. Yeah. <laughs> and due to the current cost of living crisis, the Easter egg hunt has been changed and will now just be an egg hunt in any supermarket. Oh. That's an egg hunt. In any supermarket. Egg hunt. But first, chaos at Arimathea Farm this week, where the resident rooster woke up on Easter Sunday to find lots of multicoloured eggs all over the barn. After thinking about what he saw for a few minutes, he walked across the barnyard and beat the shit out of the peacock. (laughs) Yeah, good. Fucking peacocks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's on the source, isn't he? I just realised what's happening here. <laughs> That's... On peacock shit. That's such They're a not great. shit bird. They're not great, are they? I wish I was tanked. 
<laughs> a side note, Al, where I did a good deed today, actually. I gave um I gave you a hundred pounds, remember? And you yes, said you'd return it by Easter. Um I'm a bit out of pocket now, but I'm glad I lent him the money, everyone. Lovely stuff. Brilliant. <laughs> the Pope has cancelled plans to saw South America this Easter due to contracting COVID-19. He said he's going to pass over it this year. Uh. <laughs> and it appears miracles do happen. A woman in Rome found £20 outside, or should I say €20 Euros outside a supermarket on this Good Friday. And um, she said, seeing as it's Easter, what would Jesus do? So she went to the store and turned it into wine. A nice surprise by three wise men today, Al. They all left us some gifts. Yeah. Uh, you got gold. Yes. I got an Easter egg. Great. Oh, oh hang on, though. There's some myrrh. Oh, Terry's all gold. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and finally, for the news section, now two lucky listeners have won a cash prize of £3.94. Oh, good. In the UK, unfortunately, regular Gav wins. Uh, we'll pay you in pounds or pence sterling, Gav. And in the US, it's Mr. Mendoza. We'll pay you, Frank, in cents. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> I, you do realise that regular Gav will ex be expecting that money now, and he will use what you've just said as a legally binding contract. Well, Rick, you look up, you can fuck off. <laughs> or um, Moses won the annual Bible Bash boxing tournament this year, knocking out the Easter Bunny in the fourth round. Oh, part that sea. <laughs> what a jab. <laughs> Dr. Doris. Uh, interesting shift at the psychiatric hospital this week, lads, where a patient was claiming to be Jesus. I said to him, why do you think you're Jesus? He said, God told me. And then immediately a patient behind him said, no, I didn't. Oh, it's amazing how much Dr. Doris is sounding like uh, Mike Reed these days. Their cousin. All right, brilliant. <laughs> uh, Easter with Arnie. Uh, we've just got him. We um, got him still here from earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Arnie, what's your favourite holiday? Uh, probably Christmas, but I still love Easter, baby. Oh. I think I've done something like that before, but like that. Easter in it. I like yeah. it. Uh, travel, take the bus. It's cheaper. Um, words of wisdom with Clint Eastwood. Oh, hey, punks! Three hundred and sixty-four days of the year, do not eat anything you find on the ground. Easter Sunday, go and search in the dirt for sweets. A strange giant bunny left for you. Weird that, huh? See you, punks. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Business, mind your own. Weather is dandelion and burdock. Oh, fizzy. Well, thanks, Stu. That was a lovely in the news. And now it is time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Hi. In each episode, I pick a film, Al picks a film. I watch that film, Al watches that film. And then we quiz each other on the films we've just watched. Oh, Which yeah. That's not all. We give each other a tagline for the films we've watched as well. We do. Now, we watched uh, Speed this week. Yeah, I did. And you watched the film Stand By Me. Watched it today. Yeah. Oh, did you? So did I. <laughs> and, I watched, um, and I watched Speed as well. Stu, have you got a tagline for Stand By Me? Yep. Watch out for those leeches. 
Oh, and Stu, my tagline for uh, for speed is the bus that couldn't slow down. Really, <laughs> 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 Homer Simpson quote. I just thought it was quite good. Um, Stu, do you want to speed up me... the bus? Stu, do you want to give me the questions first this week? Yeah, go on. Then. Go on then. In the nineteen ninety four film Speed, Al, what was the name of the bus driver? Oh, um, Sam. Sam. Yes, because he got shot, didn't he? He did get shot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what university did Annie go to? Oh, where are they? They're in. Oh, um, Michigan State. Oh, I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, no, she went to the University of Arizona. He kept calling her the Wildcat. Remember? Oh, of course. Well, yes. I'll be damned. Oh. Well, University of Arizona. Arizona Wildcat. Uh, who rescues Jack Traven under the bus? Oh, it's the big guy. I can't remember his name. Ortiz. 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 They call him something else, don't they? Like during it, and they call him like the the big show or or big guy. Oh, um, yeah. Uh... I don't know what it is, but I remember they keep saying it about him. No, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, what is the bus number, Al? Uh, it's twenty-five, twenty-five. Yeah. Why is that significant to the film? Don't know. <laughs> What's 25 and 25? 50. Speed ah. limit. Right. He really thought of everything. Yeah. Right. And your final question. The bomb is rigged with what? Uh, it's a gold watch. What kind of gold watch? I don't think they say, do they? It's do you mean like the main? I'll give you it. It's a gold okay, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap gold yeah. watching at the, the gift they get from the pension at the end. Yeah, from the pension at the end. Because he mentions it early, doesn't he? He says, oh, you'll get a cheap, pen- uh, a cheap pension and a gold cheap watch. gold watch. Yeah. Excellent. Well, three. I'm happy with that. Um, Stu, your quest- five questions on Stand By Me. Question one. Where was Christopher Chambers stabbed? Outside a restaurant. A restaurant. Yep. Yeah, correct. Well done. He's breaking up a fight. Uh, question two, which university did Gordy's brother go to? That was Michigan. That was Michigan, yeah. yeah. I should have said that, should I, when, in the last answer. Um, question three, what is the name of the dog in the junkyard? Oh, fuck. Hang on. Uh, before, I, before I watched this film, that was the first question I'd, I'd got down. Sick balls. <laughs> His name's not sick balls. Buster? Chopper. Chopper. Fucking yeah. hell. And it turns out it's just some like gold. It's just a Labrador, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, question four. Um, what are the older boys' gang called? You know, the Kiefer Sutherland's gang. Yes. They, uh, they do the, the tattoo with Astros, yeah, isn't it? of it at one point. Astros? It's the Cobras. Cobras, yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, and question five, what does Vern find at the very end of the film? It's not the dead body. A penny. A penny. He finds a penny. It's three all, Stu, going into the tiebreaker. I fucking knew Cobras and all. God, I remember him carving the bloody tattoos in earlier. <laughs> Cobras. Make me go wrong on the Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> fucking knobheads. <laughs> Go on, Stu, give me my tiebreaker. Uh, who is the only person to get killed on the bus? Oh, it's that fucking woman. And I cannot remember her name for the life of me. Is it Mar- Marcia? Helen. 
Oh, Helen, fucking twat. It was her own fault as well, because they said only, like, the Sam could get off the bus, and she tried. I know the cop was, like, trying to get her off, like, give me her, give me her, but... I love the fact that they... I love the fact Penny, that they, I have to. I love the fact that they say she went under the wheels. <laughs> so, so your question, um, how and this is to the nearest one hundred, how many people live in Castle Rock? And it's to the nearest one hundred. Three hundred. Oh, it's it's um twelve hundred and eighty one. I don't remember that bit. I was right at the start. So Stu it is still eleven four. Overall, at the moment, myself. Stu, in the next episode, we on the letter T. I've got a good film for you. Um, I don't I can know. Only equalize now, then I can only equalize. Only equalize now. Eleven all. Stu, I've mentioned this film many times, and I don't think you've seen it. It is on Disney Plus. It is This Boy's Life, which is the Robert De Niro and Leo. Yeah, I've seen that. DiCaprio, oh, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I've, and De Niro is a complete prick in the film, isn't yeah. He? Piss and moan, piss and moan. Yeah, 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 he's all right, arsehole. So I've chosen that for you because it's a good, it's a great film. I like the Those fact that we're now choosing nice films rather than shit ones. Alex, the mine was rushed for you today because I forgot. I only just did it about half an hour ago. Okay. Uh, you've got This Is 40 on Netflix. I've never seen it. It's, it's entertaining. It's a spin off from Knocked Up, I think. Yes, I've heard I've heard it is. So, got Paul Rudd in. You can't go wrong with Paul Rudd. It's got Paul Rudd in it. So on the next episode, if you would like to play along, you can watch This Boy's Life on Disney Plus and This Is 40, which is on Studio you say Netflix. Netflix, yeah. On Netflix. And we will be going head to head in the next episode. But now it is time to head down the bag of nails. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. In each episode, Stu or I head down to London to the greatest pub in the world, the Bag O Nails. And each week we meet someone down there who gives us a good tale of their time down there or something that they've been doing. And Stu, it was your turn this week to go down to the Bag O Nails. And who did you meet this week? Oh, it's um. It's a man we've known on the show, yeah. but with a new profession. Okay. So we've had Stenson Ketchupstein become a reporter, and yeah. now Albert Borealis has become a priest. <sighs> He's now Brilliant. called Father Borealis. Uh, Father Borealis. Mm. Brilliant. Is he going to be like that boring priest in Father Ted? Well, he might have um, had a new, exciting uh, voice now. That is not. Okay, Stu, give us the oh, we don't know. We don't know, do we? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and here we go, and click. Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah. Papa, Bor- Papa Borealis here. Yeah. You may remember me from my alternate name, Albert Borealis. Yep. And uh, I really like this pub, and I've still continued to come here after becoming a priest. So here are my tales again of the Bag O'Nails. Stu and Al, a question for you before we start. If Mary gave birth to Jesus, and Jesus is the Lamb of God, does that mean that Mary had a little lamb? <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Brilliant. I held an audience with a Buddhist monk the other day. Although we had to put them down after about ten minutes, they got too heavy. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, we had uh, we had lunch after, and the monk says Jesus's face, and the, the monk saw Jesus's face in the margarine, and he said, "I can't believe it's not Buddha." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top bloke though, Jesus. As we all know, Jesus walked on water, and I can't even stand up on a good whiskey. <laughs> That's the priest joke there. <laughs> yeah, good. Now, if we turn to the Bible, it teaches us that Jesus drove a Honda but never spoke of it. Uh, so if you turn to John twelve forty nine, for I speak not of my own accord. <laughs> which, <Very good. laughs> which is strange, as I always thought that Jesus had a Chrysler. Brilliant. <laughs> The Bible also says that Jesus was a carpenter, which is ironic seeing as his name is what you shout when you hit your thumb with a hammer. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. Very good. Held, <clears throat> excuse me. Held confession today and a man came in and farted. He said to me, forgive me, Father, for high of wind. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well done. <laughs> a bosh. A bosh. <laughs> the good book also tells us that Jesus encourages us to confess our sins. Although me being a priest, this is something my lawyer has specifically told me not to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you dirty fecker. <laughs> We're all the same. <laughs> I recently got back from a tour of Scandinavian churches. I saw Sub Zero, Raiden, and Scorpion there in one all, in one church, <laughs> all singing Finnish hymns. <laughs> Finnish hymns. <laughs> Went to a ninja church the other day. Whatever you do, don't make a noise or mess about, otherwise the nun chucks you out. Oh, very good. Anyway, mustache as my delivery guy is on the way. Huh! He's actually called Jesus. But the estimated delivery time is 40 days and 40 nights. Oh. Christ on a bike. <laughs> Very good. Be seeing you, pals. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Borealis. Uh, so that is Stu down the bag of nails. In next episode, I will be taking a trip down the bag of nails, which I imagine I will ruin something for Stu again. Uh, but now oh, it's... Wait. Now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with a couple of tips from EastEnders' own Mike Reed. Stu, have you got a cassette today? I believe you have. Thank you very much. Here we go. And click. Hello, lads. Dr. Doris here with a couple of tips to get you through life. <laughs> Mike couldn't be with us today, so I'm filling in for him. Yeah. Recreate being on a cruise ship by sleeping under the stairs. <laughs> Number two, make your own business cards by cutting out your name and address off junk mail. <laughs> Mike will be back next week, lads. See ya. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And that that brings an end to episode 65. Stu, have you got anything to end the episode with? Go yep. on then, go for it. Go for it. Uh, we've an email in now. Oh, good. Yeah. Let me open it. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 a 
Dear Stu and Al, I am currently employed as a lavatory attendant, but I fancy a career change and becoming a poet. Any tips from you or your listeners? P.S. Limal is playing at the pavilion, standing room only. Do you want tickets or not? This is Malk from Dundee. Well, Malk from Dundee, thank you very much. As always, I'll answer the second question first. Yes, we would. Standing room is perfect for us, so we can have a little bit of a boogie during the night. Limalo, never-ending story. Uh, and, and to become a poet, just start writing poetry, mate. Just start writing it. You know, there once was a man from Nantucket. Book it, fuck it, or whatever the rest of that poem goes. I don't know. And he, yeah. and he works as a laboratory attendant now, so he'll be coming across plenty of piss artists to get um, inspiration <laughs> from. Indeed, you know, write what you know. If we get um, a poet with loads of story, uh, poems about toilets, urination, defecation, they <laughs> rhyme, use that, and you're in. Yeah. Maybe he's a poet and he doesn't know it. Yeah, exactly. Urine cakes. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we get to uh, the last little game that I've got for Stu, let's just get Ooh. the... Stuff out of the way. So, uh, in the next episode, we would like your top three, Stu. The top three films starring yours truly, Arnie. So, uh, we would like your top three films starring Arnie. On the naughty corner, we would like your favorite, uh, your favorite single from the year 2001. In the next episode, we will be watching the films This Boy's Life on Disney Plus and This Is 40 on Netflix. So, join in there. You can get in contact with us, stewandalpod at gmail.com or at stewandalpod and Twitter. Stu, I've got another game for you that I've come up with. Are you interested? Yep. Stu, it is called the Simpsons Character Quote Quiz. Ooh. So, Stu, I've got 10 quotes from different characters, and they're all different characters. There's not doubling up here. Uh, so I'm going to read a quote which I found on IMDb, and you have got to guess which character said this quote. Are you ready for it? Always. Let's start with an easy one, Stuart. I hope I didn't brain my damage. Ralph Wiggum? No, it's Homer. Oh. Uh, it's easy to criticise. Oh, yeah, these are ours. I know these were like the first quotes that came up for different characters on IMDb. Marge? It is Marge. Well done. Number three, one of my favourite quotes too. Hi, Super Nintendo Charmers. Ralph. That's Ralph. (laughs) Number four, my wife's looking for something that doesn't make her look like a horse, so I'm going to be here for a while. Um, A poo. No, it's Chief Wiggum. Ah. Um, number five, when... Whoa, slow down. Oh, let me start that again. Whoa, slow down there, maestro. There's a new Mexico? Homer. No, no, Homer's already gone, don't forget. Bart. No, that's uh, Mr. Burns. Oh. Uh, yeah. Number six, Mrs. Krabappel. How will we know when we fall in love? Nelson. No, Millhouse. Yeah, Millhouse, well done. Uh, number seven. I'm just saying that when we die, there'll be a planet for the French, a planet for the Germans, and we'll all be a lot happier. Mo. 
No, that, that's Barney. Oh, what? Uh, number <laughs> eight. Uh, bless you. Uh, that was uh, a that was a dream sequence. It never really happened. Lenny. No, that's comic book guy. Uh, number nine. Um, oh boy, it looks like the suicide again for me. <laughs> Mo. Yeah, that's Mo. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, number ten. Uh, we've reached the limits of what rectal probing can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens, is it? Yeah, but which one? Uh, the one with one eye. Yeah, no, they both got one eye. It's either Kang or Kodos. Kodos. No, it was Kang. No, oh, for fuck's sake. So, still, you scored one, two, three, four out of ten. That's a good game, though, isn't it? I did enjoy that, yeah. That's very yeah. tough, actually. It was tough, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Stu, that's the end of episode 65. There we go. 65 and done. Retirement. Uh, should we retire the show, Stu? Fuck no. <laughs> We've, no, still we've still got, got plenty least, of material. We've still got at least one more episode in us. I guess stuff. We've got loads. <laughs> so next uh, episode, Dan, we haven't told him yet, but we'll be live in Leicester. We will be live in Leicester for the next episode. Hopefully, we set, we, we, we plan to, so hopefully we will be live in Leicester for the next episode. Uh, Why would we not? Well, just in case we don't record, because we've had issues with recording when we were out before. So let's just say... We get too pissed. No, and also recording equipment didn't work last time when we were in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. So hopefully we'll write in Leicester for the next episode. Um, well, come join us if you're out and about on the 15th. Um, come say hello. Message us on Twitter or Instagram and we'll tell you where we are. Yeah. And if you remember, send me a happy birthday tweet. You know, 7th of April. Well, and that, yeah, and that. Yeah, and that. Yeah, it's the 7th of April, everyone, which is today. If you're listening to this, on the if opening day, on the day of release, which I imagine people do. Yeah, straight away. I imagine people stay up till midnight um, to listen to it, so they can give me the first ones. But, well, yeah. I get it early, listeners. Al, Al sends me the episode early, so I get to listen to it before you lot. Yeah. I, have to it. I have to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Goodbye. See ya.